Today's episode of Content Academy is actually once again brought to you by us, ourselves, um, specifically our Patreon, uh, I guess, page, account, I don't know, whatever you yeah. call it. So we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Our Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say Patreon, that's it. If you've heard us kind of talk about it before, we have several uh, tiers that you can kind of be a part of. Um, five dollars a month. We did a bit of a reorg on the tiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think before I know we've talked about this before. I can't remember what it was before. Um, well, we had like bronze and silver and yeah, gold, yeah, and then um, we had like premium gold, something, and then yeah. platinum. Yeah, mm-hmm. we like brute, yeah. Get, like, a so we decided to do away with that. Him. Yeah, we decided to do mm-hmm. away with that. No physical merchandise anymore. We don't. We don't have that. It's just kind of wasteful, I think. Um, maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Know. Maybe someday. So, the tote bags were really big. Maybe we'll yeah, bring those back. Maybe they'll come back, yeah. They were a little too big, I think. <laughs> they didn't need to be, you know. Hey, like... well, what's the point of a tote bag if you can't, you can't tote everything you need to tote? Yeah, that's true. Well, they were like three feet wide, though. <laughs> well, how else are you going to fit what's up? I'm thinking groceries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, what's up? Um, so coming in at $5, we have the Ruby tier. The, Ru- the Ruby tier gets you nothing. Uh, you just get us something, and that something is just, $5 yeah, a month. It's, you get so more it's, content, Academy, higher well, quality. Yeah, you're contributing to it. You're, not you're really contributing to it, yeah. You don't get anything yeah. special. Yeah. You get the same episodes everybody else does. <laughs> But you get to feel a little bit proud of yeah. how you are contributing to the yeah. creation. So for that one, it's kind of like we have a Patreon for you because it's like we get something out of that one. We get mm-hmm. money out of that one. Yeah. Well, we get and money we, out of all of them. We paid negative $5 to each of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. My, my tax guy just assures me that it's a tax write-off. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. Patreon yeah. is a big tax write-off. So. Mm-hmm. All right, coming in at $10 a month, we have the Sapphire tier. So the Sapphire tier gives you access to our Discord channel, actually. So we have kind of weekly discussion posts about the episodes, uh, kind mm-hmm. of live. We kind of like discuss along as the episodes go. Um, mm-hmm. So there's and that. We should warn you, though, that our Discord is not moderated whatsoever. <laughs> it is not moderated at all. There's a few, um, and we don't really have any control of it either. Yeah. So there's like, some yeah. of, some of the some of the text channels have gotten a little bit out of hand. Yeah, people are we posting memes in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, or you posting on memes? Yeah. So, um, let's see. We did Ruby Sapphire. Uh, coming in at fifteen dollars a month, we have Emerald. So the thing about Emerald is, so emeralds are green. Um, so once again, uh, um, so typically as you go up, you gain access to the previous ones with Emerald. We decided to do something different because Emerald is green, kind of like money. So that mm-hmm. one too, you also get nothing. You just pay us. So it's there's like none of that. Ruby subscriptions. Yeah, so. exactly. So if you keep in mind, you, if you do want access to the discord, you have to have a separate um sapphire subscription 
Ruby, yeah, Sapphire. Well, if you want to get the Discord, that do that. they'll do an Emerald subscription and a Sapphire subscription. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's you can bundle them. Twenty dollars a month. Yeah, you can bundle them. It's, it's not cheaper. Like, you know, you just bundle car and like like auto and home insurance. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a cheaper. discount. It's not cheaper. You can bundle it, but it's not cheaper. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, there's actually also a small bundling fee. <laughs> yeah. It's well, you know, part of that is, you know, you have to pay with a credit card, so there's a bit of a fee for that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Visa exactly. got to dip their beaks, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So our penultimate tier is diamond, the diamond tier, and the cool mm -hmm. thing about the diamond tier is it actually comes with. Um, this one you do get a little bit of a bonus. I don't know if many of you know this, but we actually have like an, we have an app on Android in the App Store, and if mm -hmm. you've ever played, only Android, not Apple. yeah, only Android. If you've ever, um, it is if you've ever played like Subway Surfers or Temple Run, it's kind of like that. Yeah. So, um, but you can unlock us. So that the diamond you get access to that kind of fun game. Um, and it's kind of where it's kind of one of those things where like if you want to unlock the Alex skin yeah you have to you have to buy a bunch of um gems uh, little or content we call them content drops and you pay for them with content gems <laughs> yeah which you buy for real money exactly and yeah. in every content in drop there's yeah exactly yes, in every content drop you're well you're guaranteed an SSS skin yeah every 40 content drop yeah which isn't bad once you kind of you know think about it it's not yeah kind of industry standard yeah yeah, yeah. Really not that and the cool thing about the app um content surfers i forget what it's called is it's yeah, kind of like, like that, that <laughs> yeah something like that i have an iphone i don't know I yeah don't know. <laughs> me too <laughs> we all have iphones we <laughs> we've never played it yeah I'm just uh, reading off a copy. Yeah. This is, uh, I've watched some highlights. YouTube videos of it, and it yeah. looks cool. Content surfers. Yeah. Uh, the thing mm -hmm. about that game is it's kind of like each little purchase is like its own little Patreon subscription, but you just get it once. So mm -hmm. it's we cool really for us. It. Yeah, it's really cool for us. Yeah. Uh, and then the final tier is the leaf green tier. And that one, boy, let us tell you about that one. So each week, um, typically on Sundays, we record the episode. But if you're part of our Leaf Green tier, which no one has yet to subscribe to, just putting that out there, we will actually record the episode at your house. So we will actually use a Zoom background picture of your house and actually have that going while we record. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know it's not like a video. It's 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 only an audio thing. Yeah, you won't get to see the video. Yeah, no. It'll be cool though, because it'll yeah, be kind of like get the pleasure of knowing. We'll feel it like looks like yeah. We we'll kind of feel like we're in your house. Mm -hmm. um, and it's gonna affect the vibe of what yeah. we're doing. And we might even sure. uh, like say. Oh, we're in this person's house. Yeah, kinda. we might give you a shout out. Yeah, we might give yeah. you a shout out. Mm -hmm. And that one, but only your username. We're not gonna say your real name. So. Yeah, we don't want to dox anybody. Dox yeah, so that right. one is twenty yeah. uh, twenty dollars a month, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of our Patreon. 
kind of restructuring. So just throwing it out if there. If you were part of, you know, one of the previous Patreon levels, yeah. uh, we've kicked you out. You will yeah. have to sign up again. We'll have to restart uh, that. And, yeah, you'll have to completely restart. You to, may uh, have to create an entirely new Patreon account. Like, account, have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it created a bug in the whole thing. Yeah. So, you, mm-hmm. you're, any other Patreons you're subscribed to, you'll have to subscribe again. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think is Patreon sorry? one of those things that was like actually secretly created by Elon Musk? No, I think Patreon was. It was no. I remember who it was. It was the Pomplamoose guys. Really? You know that band Pomplamoose? <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. The guy in that co-founded Patreon. Wow. Wow. So yeah. he kind of does music and. I don't know whatever that Finance. Patreon finance. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a jack of all <laughs> trades right there. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, musician Jack Conti. Yeah. <coughs> jack Conti. Yep. Get a better name. Come Conte. on. Conte. Yeah. Anyway, oh. we shouldn't be saying about that about hey, technically you. our boss. <laughs> yeah. No, we just take advantage of the anyway. service Yeah, anyway. Fine. It's okay. He's 36 years old and he's already done all this stuff. Yeah, Fine. he'll be all right. Yeah. So when you see that kind of, I don't know, whatever transaction fee that you have to do on Patreon, that's going straight to Jack Conti over there. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine. Hmm. Well, it's okay. The important thing is that most of it goes to us. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bring anyway. you, the listener. A little, that little bit extra. It helps. So anyway, it's Better Tuesday equipment. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Tuesday again, the Tuesday after 4th of July, actually. Uh, and that means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 45 minutes of edutain- edutainment. So this week we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about Cabbage Patch Kids, if you've ever heard about that. If you haven't, we'll explain it all. Kind of a toy, oh kind of doll type thing. Um, kind of similar to the kind past few things. Kind of a lifestyle. Kind of the past few things we've talked about are kind of a lifestyle. similar. So yeah, we have Josh think. and Georgia, of course. We got the usual mm-hmm. suspects here. Um, but first, mm-hmm. let's talk about, what do you say we talk about some headlines? We got a few news stories to talk about. What do we think? Okay. Let's do it. Should we do it? As long as they're all about America, right? A few yeah, of them. International headlines. A few of them. Let's crack them crack open. Uh, let's see okay. here. This is kind of interesting. The nurse who received the first FDA-approved COVID-19 vaccine will have her scrubs and vaccine card displayed in the Smithsonian. You guys hear about that? Too bad she needs those for work. That'll be cool a long time from now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she kind of needs those for work. So Are they going to reimburse her for the scrubs? I don't know. I think she'll just end up, like, taking them right back maybe. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Target and Walgreens in San Francisco have made drastic changes due to an increase in theft. Kind of interesting. Uh, these changes include cracking down on people who are stealing. So you can kind of see um, the increase in theft leads to more people stealing. Yeah. So, well, it's kind of one kind of feeds into the other. 
Um, yeah, they're closely linked. They're closely linked. Trends. Um, so they're kind of they've begun to kind of crack down on people who steal. So that that's linked to the 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 theft. That's a response. A lot to the of, and a lot of theft. what we do on this podcast, <laughs> a lot of what we do on the podcast is like examining trends. Yeah. Which ones are linked to each other? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How they're linked. And I would definitely say people who steal and people who thieve really are kind of it that those are trends that are linked so oh yeah mm-hmm. with themselves interlinked of yeah of course s- stealers and thieves you just know they're going to be the best of friends so crack down on one it's kind of like you get yeah i mean i'm no expert so just leave that to the experts kind of this one's kind of interesting um of course we all have iphones so it's not really Good factory, and but nonetheless, it'll be interesting to hear about. Android phones will soon be able to store your COVID vac- vaccination card. So I'm sure both of you have these little cards. It says when you got mm-hmm. vaccinated, what shot you got. Um, so soon, mm-hmm. Android phones will be able actually be able to store those. Um, all you have to do is fold it up and cram it through the charging port. So you don't really. Have Easy enough. <laughs> So that's kind of yeah, like I don't have an Android, so I don't know. Kind of like works. one less thing to charge it at. I mean, I have an iPhone, and you can kind of see. That's what we're working with. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alan and I really holding his iPhone up and to I mean, the camera here. This is the card, completely unfolded though. Right. So right. of course you get up to seven good folds on that. Well, you and can you're fold trying it like eight get, times. You can't fold it eight times. Eighth is when it, the eighth time is when it gets eight, really eight tricky. The eighth is the last. I thought the eighth is the Maybe last. Maybe if you're really strong, you can do an eighth one. But after that, any idiot can fold a piece of paper seven times. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of get diminishing returns. Yeah. After that seventh or eighth fold. So I don't know. It might be different. Maybe Android they have a little bigger charging ports, or maybe Android users have on average smaller vaccination cards so i don't know what makes it it yeah i don't know what makes it like just on one side of the coin they get to do that but Mm -hmm. because i'm sick of carrying i carry my you know before you leave the house you do keys wallet phone vaccination card i guys i'm getting sick of it in your wallet put it in your wallet they're too big i didn't know that you could fold them up before that's right you guys have those like tiny man wallets and not the yeah. woman wallet. Yeah. Like, you know, so we yeah. don't I have, have to get it. No, it's still in my purse. It's just like you don't have to fold the dollar. It is yeah. the length of a dollar. Yeah. It's quite nice. Okay. okay. Someone will carry his cash, I guess. It's weird. <laughs> just asking to get mugged, but all right. <clears throat> this Whatever. let's you know let's just move on. Let's move on. Let's change the subject. So as you can see, this is a little bit of a hot topic around here. Yeah. Um little contentious issue going on uh video game giant nintendo reportedly has a new donkey kong animated project in the works so this is kind of donkey kong fans this goes out to you details about it are sparse but rumors have confirmed that the new project will be called the adventures of donkey kong monkey time even though he's not a monkey i mean he's a monkey he's an ape right well that counts right no. Listen, I'm not Nintendo. Listen, I'm not Nintendo. Don't shiny. shoot the messenger here. Don't shoot the messenger <laughs> He's not here. Not a donkey either. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's not a donkey either, Georgia. So I don't know what you yeah, want me to say. I just read the headlines. I mean, it's just a rumor. I'll just, take this. I'll just have to take this all the way up to Nintendo. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would take it with a grain of salt, honestly, because it says rumors, but it says rumors have confirmed. <laughs> so, like, is it confirmed or, or the rumors confirmed to be rumors? I don't know. This next one is kind of interesting. I think, Josh, you'll like this. confirmation or rumors? Yeah, it's... So, rumor means it might be true, so this is confirming that it might be true. Just dig into this a little bit more. So, either the rumor is confirmed to be a rumor. Yeah. Or the confirmation is a rumor. Yeah, so here, let me kind of... Let me kind of rephrase this. Rumors have confirmed to be rumors that the new project will be called... Rumors that have been confirmed to be... Obviously, it's confirmed to be a rumor, obvi- or else they would have called it something else. They would have used yeah. a different word. So it's like, are you God. saying... Here, let me rephrase this again. Video game giant Nintendo that is confirmed to be video game giant Nintendo reportedly has reportedly confirmed that reportedly... Do you need to just confirm each and every word in the headline? I mean, yeah, if it's a rumor, like, just say that it's a rumor. Right yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. What is... I mean, this just goes to show you what video game journalism is these days. Anyway. Anyway, I'm getting a little too flustered. Let's just move on. Josh, I think you'll like this next one. If we just circle back to the wallets, though, real quick. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) No, let's not. Why are we just pissed off at each other this week? What happened? (laughs) All right, let's. All this fireworks has got me on edge. <laughs> a new Lego app. Uh, listen to this, Josh. A new Lego app okay. uses your phone's camera. It scans your Legos and it provides you with creations you can build with step-by-step instructions. You should really look up a video of this. I think it's called like Brick It oh. or something. So you okay. take you take a you use your camera to scan like your Lego bin or whatever, and it. It senses each and every brick that you have, and then it gives you a list of, like, sets that you can build, and it shows you, like, the manuals. And it's little, like, kind of fan-made creations. I don't know. Think about that. It's pretty cool. Um, and it even it's, has... It's like you're becoming... You have the master builder, you know, from the movie. Yeah, kind of like the, the movie. Builders. Of course, like, there's no... Pieces, yeah. You know, and they put yeah. it together. The, of course, there's no creativity involved, because it just tells you what to build, so... Um, but it, so my concern with that is, uh, ha- is is that going to help me in the fight against the brickster? <laughs> I do not know unless it helps you build some weapons or something that because your guy it could. Can build. So so it could, yeah. because ever since the brickster escaped out of jail on Lego City, he's just been wreaking havoc. Yeah, and it's like there's like the um. There's like a fire in Lego City, so the guy's like, "Hey," or something. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Well, Bill Ding is there. He's like, <laughs> yeah, trying to save people and stuff. But. Yeah. So the app kind of, so that's actually not all the app can do. It actually has a few extra oh. kind of little features. The best apps do. So <clears throat> this app, it's I think it's called Bricket or something. The app will even. Uh, ping your little sister to come into your room and break it all while you're at baseball practice. 
too counterproductive. So it's kind of. Well, I don't know. That's See, that that seems like a Brickster thing to me. <laughs> yeah, and it'll mm-hmm. even ping the Brickster to wreak havoc in Lego City. Well, you don't need to be to pinged get, to do that <laughs> to get in the way of your pizza deliveries. Yeah. Anyway, let's see here. An article from CNET. This one's pretty cool. Uh, you guys know CNET, popular kind of tech news fabu- pu- publication. An article from mm-hmm. CNET has reportedly predicted the release date of the iPhone 13 uh, after analyzing numerous patterns and criteria from the l- release of previous iPhones. This CNET journalist predicts that the new iPhone will be released sometime in 2013. <laughs> We'll just have to wait and see. I guess. Now, by <laughs> iPhone 13, does it mean you know iPhone apostrophe 13, as in like the iPhone that came out in 2013? I, I think that's what maybe like their analytics model predicted. Maybe. Um, yeah. So I do not know. But of course, these are the experts we're talking about. Uh, yeah. Then yes. So, but I think. If I had to predict, I think that they would just skip 13. It's an unlucky number. Yeah. I know when they build buildings, kind of circling back to building here, in Japan, they skip the 13th floor. So they'll build it, but they leave the 13th floor as kind of like still like a construction zone, and they keep going after that because it's unlucky. Well, that's where all the yokai hiding. Yeah, yeah. So yokai are kind of like unlucky spirits, and they all congregate around thirteen things. Correct so. me if I'm wrong, but unless you have a yokai watch, I think they're just yeah. So totally if you have, to them, right? yeah. you're good if you have. Hold on. He's grabbing his yokai watch. If you have this thing, you're good. It's one of those oh, okay. bad boys. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah okay. that's huge. So if you have this, if you can hear that. <laughs> Um, and I have the medals too, but I won't. I mean, you put the medal in, and it's like, Yokai Metal, do your thing, and it summons a guy, so. Wow. One of your guys. But anyway, yeah. Ah, let's keep going here. <clears throat> a Microsoft employee. This is a pretty good story. Uh, you guys might have heard about this. A Microsoft employee stole Xbox gift cards worth $10 million. Uh, yeah. and with that, he bought a lakefront property and a Tesla. So kind of, kind of interesting. Using gift cards. Yeah. Um, As legal tender. I don't know how it works. Do you remember seeing the, to the Tesla dealership? Do you remember seeing the lake house on the Xbox store? He bought that. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see. So, uh, and the, there's a there's test there's Tesla on there too, of course. Um, so, in kind of improvising with this, when we've strayed a little bit too far, and I kind of can't really recover enough to kind of land the punchline, so I'll just kind of say it. Okay. Just kidding. He bought a bunch of Xboxes. Oh, I see. So, with gift cards, you can't really do much. Yeah. So ten million, obviously, you could probably buy every Xbox game known to man, right? 
and then don't, some man some unknown you can buy a few man. copies of it of each one some 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 dog xbox game digital copies though yeah so they actually have um there are ones known to man and ones known to other there's other like a people. few it's like a t- dog tv channel but it's one that your pets are yeah. supposed to play so okay cool that kind of worked um i kind of got more video this game kinda thumbs news. Up the whole show. yeah kinda cool that kind of worked <laughs> What? <laughs> that just kind of sums up the whole podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Well, I was That's saying like we kind of recovered after, after that. The headline kind of <laughs> fell flat. We kind of recovered with the dog game thing. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that we edit out, kind of like stage direction type stuff. So tons um, of stuff. And each out. each headline yeah. takes three or four yeah, takes to really get it good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're, unless you are in the like the uh, sapphire level, then yeah. you sometimes get access to unedited, yeah, four hour long, yeah, podcasts. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got a few more here. Um, this is I have to apologize. This is kind of more gaming news. So if you're not a gamer, kind of don't turn the dial. But I'm, yeah. I'm kind of tune out a little bit. But come right back. Yeah. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog's voice actor has reassured fans that he's here to stay after rumors he had signed on for one last project. So, what else did the prolific voice actor have to say? Man, these games suck. (laughs) So, I mean, not really much can be said about that. Obviously, he's not a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's a voice. He's the voice, so... This one, Georgia, this is kind of right down your alley. Um, an article by CNN details how to keep your pets calm and safe during this 4th of July holiday. Um, so mm-hmm. we're actually recording this on 4th of July, so maybe, Georgia, this is kind of some advice for you. Um, among mm-hmm. the advice given is to put one of those adorable little sombreros on them or just some smaller pet version of something that people wear or use. What's that supposed to do? Any thoughts on that, Georgia? <laughs> so here, maybe I need to, to read it again. It keeps it? your pets calm and safe during the Fourth of July holiday. So obvious. So you go to I don't know Petco, PetSmart, wherever, or maybe Chewy.com or something. Yeah, and you see a lot of times you see something and you're like, oh, the dog has a little version of this too. So, kind of anything kind of in that realm where maybe you can even Smaller match with them. Version. Yeah. I can understand I, matching. Yeah, because I think what it helps the dog do, or pet, I should say, is it kind of helps them relate. Maybe they start thinking that they're a person or something. I don't know. It just validates them as people. Yeah, and they don't, yeah. they're not as scared as of the yeah. huge explosions. Because dogs on. are people. When it all comes There's down no to it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ultimately. In a final it all analysis. comes down, yeah. I find it all comes down to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know, uh-huh. first you take your, you know. I find that as well. Food, shelter, you yeah. know. And then it, there's a couple other levels. I think there's yeah. also like. Squeaky ball. 
Well, you know, and that's on both the human and the dog nasal yeah. sphincter mm-hmm. But the very tippy it's top is, up there. is self-actualization, and I think the yes. sombrero actually gets you there. Yeah. The sombrero kind of sits on top of the pyramid. Of the pyramid <laughs> on top of the self-actualization. Yeah, thing. and it's kind of t- t- tilted a little bit, because you never really see him straight on. <laughs> a little bit of scans. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Jaunty tilt. <laughs> And maybe yes. even it's one, <laughs> maybe it's one full of guacamole. Hmm, maybe. You know, there's like Although the tortilla sombrero. When it's Fourth of July. Yeah, maybe it's a tricorn hat. Surely they celebrate it too. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they probably <laughs> celebrate our Independence Day in Mexico. I don't know something. All right, we got one final right, headline here. Let's get through it. I know we're okay. having fun, but we kind of got to get through the headlines here. One right, more. Right, okay. We got a job to do. A Los Angeles man. So we kind of t- we talked about San Francisco. We talked about Los mm-hmm. Angeles. We talked about Mexico. This one's kind of a globetrotting adventure. Um, <laughs> let's see here. A Los Angeles man has been charged with illegally transporting 32,000 pounds of fireworks. Sources say that they were mostly the pooping dog ones. Oh, the snakes. Yeah, so... Um... No, the pooping dog ones. <laughs> you haven't seen those? Well, it's just the snake, isn't it? Kind of similar well, the concept. Technology is a, is the, <laughs> the, the, the technology is the same. The technology is the same. Once they technology. unleash the pooping dog firework technology, that kind of... It kind of... Unleashed. Yeah. I it, it kind of Where blew the door there? wide open. Yeah. Guys, what is your favorite firework that you're going to be lighting off today? I do not partake. Okay, what's still your favorite, though? Oh, I guess the I fountain. like to do the Roman candle, uh, but I'm Harry always... Potter thing, Harry Potter thing. Well, no, see, I, I, I do it the way you're supposed to, where you <laughs> stick it in the ground. But what? The, what always seems to happen to me is I stick the wrong end in the ground. Oh, no. Those poor ants. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what hit them. The ants are kind of getting their own fireworks show. Because, I mean, they live a whole life underground. As they die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just stick a Roman candle facing down into an anthill. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, I don't know. Maybe it's the equivalent of, does that, like, expose them to radiation? It makes them super ants, maybe. Super ants? Ants do not need to be any stronger than they already are. They are so strong. What if one ant survives and he wants to get vengeance? Yeah. Or she Mm, does. Yeah. Yeah, Something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a movie right there because you know when it's like a lady who's been wronged and has to go out for vengeance? That's a movie. Uh, I don't care who you are. Hello? (laughs) Bugs Life, yeah. Pixar? Pick up the phone. Come on. I mean, yeah, they could like do, like, people. Bugs come University on. or something. I mean, come on. Out of all the ones to make a two right. out of. Do the one based well, on communism. University. Yeah. I want to go back to that Bug City. Yeah. The Bug City where they find, you know, the circus performers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a movie there. There's a story to be told. I will say, not enough movies these days do... Like, what was the last movie to come out that has, like, the Three Amigos style format? Of the story format, yeah, where they're like fake, 
I don't yeah, know what you even call that. Yeah. Yeah. I will fi- keep going. I'll they find turn out. out to be like performers or something. Yeah, but then they actually do. Is there? Yeah, and they actually end up saving the day. Is there like a classic then, movie example of that? Well, I thought that was based off of Shakespeare. Was it? I I believe. Am I it. wrong? Well, wrong. It's kind of a riff on uh, the Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven. Is it type deal, too? Yeah, where it's like bandits were hired by this town that's getting ransacked by yeah. other bandits. The interesting thing about ah. the story is though that they're they're actually like actors or performers or something. They're not real. Right. And so they they agree to it because typically because they of the money think involved. They're just putting on a, a show or something. Exactly. Or yeah, I mean, they think do they work. know do they know what's going on or do they think it's like part of a show? At first, they think it's a show. And is that both in Bugs Life and Three Amigos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> okay. This is a good... It is a great... St- I love this. I love these stories. Yeah. Anyway. Always, always down for some laughs. Anyway, we'll find out what that's So is that called. it for headlines? Yeah, that's it. Alex, did you want to just go back and do a quick uh, hit of your Sonic impression? Since we had the little Sonic head. Oh, okay. Yeah, what do you want me to say? Uh, we got to, uh, we, we, uh, we, something about Eggman and, uh, the Chaos Emeralds. Something about Eggman and the Chaos Emeralds. Um, okay, okay, I can work with that. Um. Here we go, here's Alex doing his sonic voice. Take it away, Alex. We have to stop Eggman from getting the Chaos Emeralds. Man, if my eyes were closed... I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know. I'm even wearing a blue shirt too. Yeah, that helps. Man. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready I to learn it. about Cabbage Patch Kids dolls? Yeah. Am I? Let's do it. Oh boy. Okay, so Cabbage Patch Kids were produced by Coleco Industries in 1982. Now they make toothpaste Cole- now. Well. <laughs> Coleco is kind of an interesting company. They were originally known as the Connecticut Leather Company, Coleco. Oh, interesting. So um, it's not Calico. Like I was not thinking. Calico. That's like not the cat breed, Coleco. Not the cat. So okay. they basically are known for two things, the Cabbage Patch Kids and their video game console, the ColecoVision. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. The ColecoVision was kind of like uh, the Atari 2600. Yeah. Kind of same graphics level as that. <coughs> Something and that the we... Controller, yeah, yeah. The controller was really interesting. It had a dial on it and then a number pad. Hmm. Yeah. I will say something we need to bring back is calling game consoles something vision. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if the Switch was released? Nintendo Vision. Nintendo Vision. Yeah. We also need to go back to having software companies have the word soft in the name. Yeah. But that's kind of a separate topic. I agree. So, uh, Cabbage Patch Kids dolls were originally developed by a folk artist from Kentucky named Martha Nelson Thomas, who she she just started making these dolls, these soft sculpture dolls, and yeah. she called them her doll babies. And she made each okay. one by hand and sold them at craft fairs. Uh, and these now these doll babies were hideous creatures with deformed faces, tiny frightened eyes, 
tight-lipped half-smile of barely concealed inner pain. They were not, they were not cute. They didn't look you know, anything like the Cabbage Patch. You know, he said doll babies, and that's immediately what I pictured. You didn't even have to describe them. That's yes. the picture I got from doll babies. They did look like the latter-day Cabbage Patch kids. Same, they okay, had like yeah. the same round face, you know, tiny nose, eyes really close together, and kind of that classic uh, half smile with like the cheek puff. Yeah. On the Man. lips. Wouldn't it be fucked up if babies actually looked like that? Oh, I know. I mean, some kind of bitch. So the special thing about the doll babies was she made each one herself, and she she also made a birth certificate and adoption papers for each one, and she would also write a letter from her for each one and a letter from the doll for each one, and the letter would tell the new parent about kind of the doll's favorite things and activities that they liked to do. Now, what time frame is this we're looking at? Like 1950s? That is in nineteen early nineteen seventies. Okay. Mid nineteen seventies. So are a few of these still like available to purchase? Uh, are they out these there? These are like these are collectors' items now. They're like there's some in in uh in an art museum. They've kept I some see. of them. So in nineteen seventy six, Martha meets Xavier Roberts at a art fair. And she supplies him with some dolls to sell in his home state of Georgia. So then, but after that, she finds out that Xavier has started selling them for hundreds or even thousands of dollars each. And he's making these huge profits on these dolls somehow. I don't know. He, and so she stopped giving him dolls to sell. Um, yeah. I, this Xavier guy is a really interesting figure because he's like, He's like, he often is on uh, television spots with like this cowboy hat on. He's like this um, pure capitalist marketing these dolls for his own gain. And so in 1978, he steals Martha's design to sell as his own version, which he calls Little People. And then uh, he licenses them to Coleco for mass production, and they change the name to the Cabbage Patch Kids because. Uh, Fisher Price already has toys called Little People. I love the the character of just the businessman with the cowboy hat. Exactly. Yeah. If you Google him, <laughs> he does kind of look like maybe he's a bad guy. Yes. In yeah. a movie from the eighties. He's kind of like. Well, I feel like a lot of times that um, archetype is like the the Texas oil man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where this is this is kind of more of a southern good old boy. Yeah. But. Closely linked. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now, surely you boys don't think that we ripped off these Cabbage Patch kids. Like these something are dolls like. dolls of my own private design. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They bear no relation. <laughs> like in a courtroom Doll or something. Doll babies, yeah. as you say. Yeah. And he like pers me he personally knows the judge. Babies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Judge. <laughs> okay, you yeah. Don't, you surely don't need to believe that these doll babies bear any relation to my Cabbage Patch Kid doll. Yeah, that's just right there. You oh, can Xavier? tell it's him. 
Yeah, it's that's Xavier. That's it. I was transported. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was on the jury, don't you, Georgia? I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Uh, so Xavier's dolls had a few differences. Uh, they each had his signature on their butt, um, and instead of a soft, you know, cloth head, the Cabbage Patch Kids had a plastic head and a soft body, mm-hmm. and. In my opinion, if you compare, if you compare Martha, I almost said Martha Stewart. If you compare Martha's dolls to the Cabbage Patch Kids dolls, they clearly made the Cabbage Patch Kids dolls cuter. And yeah, I'm looking at side by sides now, and um, they're an improvement. They're an and improvement. Oh. Still, as should be said, still disgusting little troll creatures, but yeah, a little bit better. And they... but the thing is, they also mm-hmm. had. He also stole Martha's uh, idea for like the adoption papers and birth certificate for each one. Yeah, they so, are reminiscent of the what was the Podlings and the Dark Crystal. Yeah. Um, franchise. That's what they look like to me. Just kind of little potato gremlins. They also kind of look like, and this is probably too niche for for a lot of people, but if you remember the Muppet Christmas Carol movie, the little uh, singing babies. Yep, Muppet yeah, Babies. Like Not like the Muppet no, Babies, no, but no, every no, once in a while, Muppet, babies. Muppets will have, like, human baby Muppets. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 To kind of play um, play the devil's advocate here, there's nothing too unique about having a doll-type toy. Obviously, it's more fun the more realistic they are. And real babies have like paperwork involved right so i he don't didn't think it's the too... concept of a birth certificate yeah i don't think it's too like out like out there like is that really stealing well she did sue xavier in 1979 yeah. for a million dollars and they settled mm-hmm. out of court after so a we don't know amount, okay mm-hmm. as these things often go but I will Josh say pulled directly from that for your scene earlier, didn't you? Yeah, that was from that court case. Yeah, yeah I had the transcript of the right, of the court <laughs> right. Case. Um, but I will say one kind of complicating factor was back then, in order to copyright something, you had to write copyright and then the little C in a circle on the thing. And Martha always felt that. You know, putting that on a doll on her little—it looks like a little nipple or something. Pictures. Putting, she felt that putting that on there would dehumanize them, because she Fair always enough. felt that they were her babies, and she would make them by hand mm. and give them to people. Right. So there were real souls trapped in a little doll baby. Exactly. Body. Exactly. Right. Um, nowadays, everything is automatically copyrighted. You don't have to put copyrighted by on something that you make. Um, it's just automatically copyrighted. Um, mm-hmm. But the Cabbage Patch Kids were a massive success, and they caused chaos in toy stores as parents fought over them. This was kind of the first example of that ever happening with toys, of, like, adults fighting over them in stores. Mm-hmm. Right, um, we've seen was this, this still in the 70s? Beanie Babies and the Furbies. Yeah. And now we've traced it back to Cabbage Patch Dolls, where the kind of one of the first... Uh, yeah. Like that, yeah. So 1970, uh, 1978, he sold the or um, 
no, I'm just, excuse me, 1982 was when the Cabbage Patch dolls were okay. first appeared as Cabbage Patch Kids. And then in 1984, in 1984, Cabbage Patch branded merchandise in total generated $2 billion in retail sales worldwide. Wow. Which wow. is insane. Did you say $2 billion? Billion with a B. Wow. So that is kind of the creation and history of the toys. But I also have a section about the lore of the dolls themselves. Because, of course, they have lore. So when when Xavier was trying to sell his idea for the Little People dolls, he was approached by a guy named Roger Schlafer. And he had the idea uh, for the Cabbage Patch Kids brand concept. And he envisioned it from the beginning as a toy, entertainment, and publishing business. So he wanted to go all the way with these dolls and make everything Cabbage Patch Kids branded. Add the expanded Cappy, Cabbage Patch Kid multiverse, yes. if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Roger and his wife wrote the origin story for the dolls, and Xavier insisted on being included as a character in the origin story. <laughs> Wow. So the story fantastic. goes, the story goes, as a boy, Xavier sees a bunny bee, which is exactly what it sounds like. Huh? A part bee, part bunny. Uh -huh. And what he the follows fuck? the bunny bee behind a waterfall to a hidden, neglected garden. And the bunny <coughs> bees pollinate cabbages in this garden. They pollinate them with their magic crystal. So they get from the cave. They, they I don't know. The, yeah. They get them where they get them. <laughs> no, they're the, from the crystals in the cave behind the okay. waterfall. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see that part, but I believe you. The bunny bees pollinate the cabbages, and they cause the Cabbage Patch Kids to be born from them. So the Cabbage Patch Kids don't have any parents. They don't mm -hmm. have anyone to take care of them. So Xavier just kind of goes back there from time to time and takes care of them. Now, the kids are pursued by a horrible woman named Lavender McDade and her two henchmen, Cabbage Jack and Bo Weasel. And they want to abduct the kids and force them to work in the gold mines. Pretty dark. Pretty hmm. dark. Pretty and dark. so my, my analysis uh, is kind of this. If, if Xavier insisted on being written into the lore, then it stands to reason that Lavender McDade might also represent a real-life figure. Mm -hmm. And who do you think that is? Martha Nelson Tommy. I couldn't find any confirmation of this because, of course, but huh? that is just kind of my headcanon, is that Xavier painted Cabbage himself as the good cannon. guy and Martha as the bad guy in yeah. the lore. Yeah. And it's that kind of ironic because Xavier is the one who wants to quote unquote enslave these dolls by selling them in you right. know and mass marketing them right Definitely. whereas Martha was the one who wanted to you know keep them and make them herself and give them away to her friends and family mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so kind of an interesting inversion there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see like once this is like once there's like a Netflix original anime released about the Cabbage Patch Kids, it's gonna turn the tail on its head. And we're actually gonna have Lavender McDade as the hero of the story, yeah. and Xavier, evil boy, is actually you know the the evil character. And this whole time, you're like, oh my gosh, the tables have turned. Everything yeah. is 
I believe is a lie. And it's going to be a grouping <laughs> Netflix animated drama. But that's just yeah. me. I'm kind of surprised there isn't, like, a modern, like, cartoon going on right now. There are several video content pieces of Cabbage Patch Kids. There's, so I watched the original Christmas animated special of the Cabbage Patch Kids, which okay. kind of shows their origin and Xavier discovering them. And it's got, like, a couple of the, a couple different Cabbage Patch characters, one is, like, a girl with pigtails, one is a little boy with, like, a World War II army general outfit for some reason. Wow. I don't know. It was very weird. Weird show. Uh, there was also, like, some stop-motion animated, kind of similar to, like, the Rankin-Bass style special. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those were a little better, uh, but still... It was it was weird watching those because it was like at some points you could kind of go along with it and see you know these are kind of cute okay and they're voiced by real kids in those which okay. is kind of cute but then every mm -hmm. once in a while you, like the camera looks at them weird or something and you realize these are just these hideous little dolls moving on their own Dude. and it kind of takes you out of it at least for me yeah. But, so I also wanted to talk about um, some spoofs of the Cabbage Patch Kids. So maybe the most well-known is the Garbage Pail Kids. These were right. a series of sticker trading cards released by Topps in 1985. And these all had art of small, ugly children suffering from gruesome torture or mm -hmm. deformations. And something these. something I didn't know was the concept was actually invented by Art Spiegelman, who is the Pulitzer Prize winning creator of Mouse, the comic about Holocaust mice, which you may have heard of. No. No. That sounds okay. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a classic, iconic graphic novel, but uh, Topps was sued by the makers of Cabbage Patch Kids and modif they modified the art and the logo of the Garbage Pail Kids to make them less less of a resemblance less of the little dimple cheeks yeah because it was kind of a hard it was kind of a fine line between you know spoofing something Boy. to make fun of it uh -huh. but also using its popularity to make money yeah so i i appreciate the the satire of the garbage pill kids i wouldn't want to own any of them because they are too gross they disturbing. are very disturbing. I'm looking at them right now. and One uh, of them is like Sizzlin' Sam, and it's a little boy who has peeled off chunks yeah. of his skin and is frying them in a frying pan like bacon. Yeah, no, it's... it's Sign me disgusting. up. Very gross stuff. Yeah. Um, and so the, next, the other spoof that I thought of, and I don't know really... I I, ne I had never really heard anyone refer to this as a spoof of Cabbage Patch Kids, but I think it definitely is, mm -hmm. is the film series Child's Play. This is where the Chucky doll I comes I from. I always thought he was based off of the, like, My Buddy um, uh, toy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there. I guess there was also those dolls that had, you know, they were motorized and they My Buddy. said phrases and stuff. But I think there, are, I watched a little bit of the movie Child's Play, and there is some similarities, um, because, like, there's a, 
in the movie, there's a little animated show of the good guys dolls, which mm-hmm. is what the Chucky doll is called. And in the in the TV show, the dolls come from the good guys clubhouse to find lonely girls and boys and befriend them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the animation style of it is very similar to the Cabbage Patch Kids yeah. animation. And they also hmm. have similar packaging. <coughs> Um, but I think it, I think it definitely draws from the, po- and this was in 1988, so I think it definitely draws from the popularity of Cabbage Patch Kids and how creepy yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. I think Cabbage Patch and the My Buddy Doll, because like if you look up a My Buddy Doll, he's dressed the same as just Chucky. Is he? Okay. Just overall mm. in like a striped shirt. Yeah. But I could, I could, I think... If you were watching Child's Play, you may have been more familiar with a Cabbage Patch doll than the My Buddy doll. Cabbage Patch was way bigger. Or were they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because My Buddy was like, uh, um, I think it does years earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I had for the Cabbage Patch kids. They're just something man i don't really know alex you you saw one in the wild yeah i actually saw one yesterday actually uh i was at an antique Mm -hmm. store with my girlfriend um Mm -hmm. and there uh you can find all sorts of things in this in this place uh it's a huge antique store um lots of old toys and Mm -hmm. among kind of one of the uh toy sections um we found a uh, there's a cabbage patch doll. I can't remember what kind, like what specific doll it was. I don't know if I have a picture of it, but it was in the packaging and everything. It has, I mean, there's like the big box that has like cabbage imagery on it. There's the big window on the front. It looked mm-hmm. very old. I don't think it had been opened or anything. What um, was it going for? Sixty dollars. So I don't know is that I don't know if that's the kind of price um, that you see when you look at like new in box cabbage patch dolls. I imagine it fluctu it like sure varies, it varies based on I'm which sure it really doll varies. it is, and I don't think it was a very. Because they're all one. unique, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. I mean, the box looked very old. Like someone had kept this in the box for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was just kind of cool seeing it in the wild. I just remember our older cousins, uh, we have cousins who are, like, how much older are they than us? Eight like to ten, ten years older. Yeah, yeah. Eight to ten years older than us older, too. Um, but they had some Cabbage Patch dolls, and I just remember them being so creepy looking, and I didn't like how their knees looked, and their feet were too big. Yeah. And they're, they're, because their knees... Instead of they're like doing, pinched in. They're pinched in. Like uh, they're moved like side to side, not up and down. The uh the Cabbage Patch kids' faces also kind of remind me of Mitch McConnell. I could see that. Ew, not a good I can't little see smile. That not a good look. Not unsee that. Yeah. yeah. No, they and then the I don't know. They were just <clears throat> gave off weird vibes to me and I didn't like that the body was soft and the head was they kind yeah. of have like a little bit of a hell spawn look about them. <laughs> yeah. Which is never really yeah. good. I guess babies don't really care. 
No, but and like I, the yarn hair is usually nicely done, but man, mm -hmm. the minute that gets mucked up, it's all over. The yarn starts to come unraveled. Yeah. No, not a fan. Not a fan. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't get the cake. Well, everybody's different. <laughs> That's right. That's right, and if anybody illustrates that, it's Cabbage Patch Kids. And I did actually recently go to the website, and um, you they have a lot available. You can filter by, like, eye color, skin tone, size. So they have a modern presence? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They still make them. Oof. They have a website. So interesting. Kind of interesting. But I'll pass. Too busy. No, I'm definitely pass. passing as well, but... <laughs> Like, I guess, good on them for offering such a design. But, yeah. It's very mysterious. I would like to see the dramatization of uh, Roberts v. Nelson Tucker. Yeah. Even though it ended in a settlement and probably <laughs> never went to court. <laughs> yeah. Based on true events that actually never And happened. Xavier is obviously representing himself. Obviously. I mean, come on. Yeah. Obviously. Your Honor, I present... Uh -huh exhibit a because they're like he <laughs> and, I... and the judge are like friends and the judge is like he he's like he's like okay i'll hear i'll like not taking it seriously because he knows like he's his friend you know and the process the prosecutor working with um uh w working with martha is like a little dweeby little uh, man with here's what I'm glasses. Here's what I'm and he's picturing. always shuffling and losing his papers everywhere. Yeah. We yeah. have Crispin Glover as the okay. uh, attorney okay. for 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 Martha, right? And this uh -huh. is like, you know, Crispin Glover, um, obviously back to the future era. But then we've got Martha Nelson Tucker played by Amy Adams, who okay. has undergone a bit of a transformation to look a little bit more homey and yeah. you know, a little bit frumpy. You know, Martha she's... kind of reminds me of if you ever watched uh, the show Thirty Rock, um, uh, Jack Donaghy's mentor's daughter. <laughs> you remember that character? She like uh, never speaks. Uh huh. No, I'm like looking at pictures of Martha Nelson Thomas, and I'm just like, maybe. Shelley Duvall circa The Shining yeah. would be good, you know, if we're doing a different cast. But I just feel like Amy Adams would pull that. There Wikipedia is. described Martha as a folk artist, which I think mm -hmm. is correct, but it just mm -hmm. made me think of um, there was this TV show on our local PBS where they would just drive around the country looking at folk art and interviewing them. Do you remember this, Georgia? Uh, roadside revelations, no roadside attractions and rare revelations. sites and roadside revelations. I think. Yeah, I love that show. It was a great show, great but all show. the folk artists they interviewed were so freaking funny because they were just like, you would just, just be like people doing just, what they want to do. Yeah, just be like a disgusting looking guy, and he'd be like, yeah. So I started making concrete elephants in my yard about twenty yeah. years ago. And I just never stopped, and now kind people of thing. see them. Yeah. No, we ought to do a whole just episode on that. Yeah. But uh, it's, like, never on anymore. But it's just these three dudes who are 
who are who are friends and they just did road trip around like the Midwest. I think they go to the coast. They go everywhere, at man. Some point. A lot of stuff in Florida. Yeah. A lot it's of stuff seasons. in Florida and Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. But uh anyways, neither here nor there. Don't buy a cabbage patch doll. You're supporting Xavier Roberts and his evil cowboy That's empire. Right. Yeah. And probably cabbage patch kid slavery. Yeah. Something yeah. else. Yeah, something you know like he's that. got you know the excess cabbage patch un unsold inventory are working in those gold mines. You yep. know they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, so Back. maybe we should buy them to never mind. No, no, no. no. Maybe. <laughs> They're working in the gold mines, and they deserve to be slaves in the gold mines. <laughs> it's Something. all the defective ones work in the gold mines. The ones that yeah. don't turn out like looking like all cute and dimpled, you know. The heads are like caved in. And... Yeah, and like maybe their no their their knees are sewed weird. Yeah. Correctly and not sideways like the normal ones, or maybe they ended up with two left hands. They're yeah. all working in the gold mines. Anyway, y'all ready for a puzzle? Yeah, let's puzzle it. Puzzle it out. Okay, so time to put on your thinking caps and then also grab a rake and a spade and I don't know, maybe um, a hoe. Time a hoe. Well, I was gonna say you might need to like, uh, you know, uh, strap up your oxen to a yoke <coughs> attached to them because we're about to go to the puzzle patch. I've puzzle patch, puzzle I like it. For, for you guys. Can okay. I have one of those little mats that you put down so when you're kneeling in the garden it protects yeah, you? Yep, okay. yep, yep. I, I like having those. Real talk, those are great. And I yeah. use it for more. I hate gardening. I hate being outside in the dirt. Outside's yeah. great. I don't want to be, you know, pulling weeds. No, never. But I do like using the kneecap thing for other purposes. Which is the okay. mats. Anyway. So I do have a nice puzzle for you guys. Great. And this is playing off of a little bit of Cabbage Patch lore, so Josh, thank you for briefing us on that. Okay, so today our puzzle is uh, Benny and Buzz are two bunny bees that work in the Cabbage Patch field. Okay. Sowing Cabbage Patch seeds and sprinkling magic dust over the cabbages so that new Cabbage Patch kids can grow. Today, they are assigned a 10-acre plot so they decide to split it evenly in half. Benny starts to, decides to start from the east, and Buzz starts from the west. Now, Benny can sow cabbage seeds at the rate of 20 minutes per acre. Buzz takes 40 minutes to sow seeds, but can sprinkle magic dust three times faster than Ben. Okay. Okay. So we got 20 minutes per acre sowing seeds for Benny. Buzz takes 40 minutes to sow seeds, but sprinkles magic dust three times faster than Ben. Now, bunny bees, despite working in the cabbage patch, cabbage patch field growing magical children, are still paid in U.S. dollars and enjoy great benefits for full-time employment, such okay. as a generous 401k match and paid parental leave. Because you know, you know, bunny bees are always got yeah. babies. Yeah. Now, if sowing seeds on the 10-acre plot pays $100, how much of that money should go to Buzz? Mm, okay. Hmm. So here's my question. <laughs> Didn't they just divide the plot 50-50? Five Could acres they? and five acres? 
and make her plot, and they decide to split it evenly in half. Benny starts from the east, and Buzz starts from the west. So I think... I think if they're paid on a... Just on a basis of when you're done, you're done, then they should split it... To split the pay evenly. So they're not paid more okay. for doing it more quickly. What do you think, okay. Alex? And all this other crap um, was a red herring. I could see that. Sometimes these questions will have stuff like that. Um, I think I, um, can you give me, like, just the number version again? We yeah. also don't know the how, question. N never mind, go ahead. <laughs> don't worry about so it. So, they were, they were assigned a 10-acre plot. Okay. Uh, and they split it in half. Mm -hmm. Benny sows seeds at the rate of 20 minutes per acre. Yeah. Buzz sows seeds at the rate of 40 minutes per acre. Uh, but Sprinkles magic dust three times faster than Benny. They're paid in U.S. dollars. Sowing seeds on the 10-acre plot pays $100. How much mm -hmm. of that money goes to Buzz? So one of it was... Buzz was 20 and the other one was 40? Minutes to sow an yeah. acre. An yeah, acre. we're each okay. doing five acres. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it'd be that they, it's equally split up, so it doesn't matter the speed, right? I think Josh is right. Let's lock it in. I think it's chunk. a trick. Okay, so how much money goes to Buzz? It was 100, right? Total, so fifty. Total. 50. Yeah, they each get fifty dollars. Goes to Buzz. Is the final Correct. answer? Lock it in. Yes. Yes, I like that. They, they both have the <laughs> That's same tricky. amount of work assigned to them, and they decide to evenly split that work, so the payment was split evenly as well. Yeah. Very nice. That's what, a good if, one. Now, what if they were being paid in Bitcoin? Hmm. No, see, I thought about adding like an or extra like, coin. I thought about adding an extra, like, bonus puzzle to that of, like, all right, now they have to sprinkle the magic dust, and they're paid so much, you know, per hour yeah. to sprinkle <laughs> yeah, the dust. Actually yeah, actually game it up. You know, yeah, actually. I want to know I want to know how they reap the Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh, God. We don't want to see it. Because <laughs> we know I how think they sow them with the magic crystals. And you always reap what you sow, yeah. I think they just crawl out of the ground, like, Day of the Dead style. Okay. You don't have to, like, well, yank I, them out? The Cabbage Patch Kids logo is, like, a little... A, it's, like, a head of cabbage. And yeah. in the middle is the head of a Cabbage mm -hmm, Patch Kid. Mm -hmm. I think they just they just crawl out of the they dead. They crawl out when they're like done. A, crawl out of the crawl so, out of the ground, Day of the Dead style. So the kids' bodies are, like, Night the, of the living dead. Well, clearly. The <laughs> have you seen how messed up their bodies look? Yeah. If that doesn't scream root vegetable to you, I don't know. And Fair what enough. happens when they grow up? Do they grow up? Do they just grow up to be normal people? Mm, I think they start getting kind of brown spots, so then you have to put them in sour... You have to, like, make um, the kimchi You have to keep them, them in the crisper section in your fridge. <laughs> keep them in the crisper section of your closet, <laughs> naturally, with the, you know, keep the humidity level correct. Yeah. They don't get brown spots and start getting smelly. You just, you just like, meet someone randomly and they say oh yeah i was a cabbage patch kid and yeah i just grew up yeah i'm a cabbage patch adult now <laughs> i can see it go look all 
Here's a, here's Can another idea. Cabbage Patch Teens. Hmm, <laughs> I like that. Gross. Ugh, no. How about we just put the Cabbage Patch Kids out to pasture? Why not? How about we salt the Cabbage Patch Fields? <laughs> no, I we think salt the, bunny the, cabbage bee, patch. the bunny bee workers will rise up and, <laughs> yeah. you know, seize the means of production. Yeah. So next week, uh, what are we talking about? Legos? Toy exam? Oh, I guess we could do Legos. I mean, what is there to say about Legos that hasn't already been said? Hmm. There's got to exactly. be some crazy Lego stuff we could find. Yeah. Uh... They still have the little, uh, uh, the Lego parks, I guess. Mm -hmm. Legoland. Mm -hmm. still mm -hmm. today? Yeah, they do. There's still the one around here. In the city. Well, that's like a museum, right? I don't know. I was there once and it was small and lame. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I always but wanted to do like... And... There was like a go-kart type thing. With like Lego cars. I always wanted to do that. Oh, really? Well, I remember we had like the Lego visual dictionaries or whatever. And it mm -hmm. showed... Oh yeah, Lego Land. There's like the go karts. I think that's the one in California. Yeah, I always wanted to do that. Yeah, probably the California one. That's the biggest. I think there's one in New York as well. Hmm. Okay, well we'll pencil in Legos, and if not Legos, then prepare for the toy. Uh, the plural is Lego. Excuse me. Pencil in Lego. And salt it's like those. Pokemon. I thought that plural was Pokemon. Who knows? Pokey right? guys? You got the little pokey guys in there? That's a pokey yeah. guy. Little balls. <laughs> Silly. Yeah. Alright, well, thanks for listening. We shall see thanks you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the Patreon. Bye bye. Yep.